Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten, where I go through movies on Rotten Tomatoes and watch the ones that have been deemed rotten either by the critics, the viewers, or both, and decide whether the movie is in fact rotten. I am your host, Edward V, and we are closing out the Christmas movie marathon and the year with the movie The Santa Claus. This 2002 film was directed by Michael Limbeck with a runtime of an hour and 44 minutes. It stars Tim Allen, Elizabeth Mitchell, Eric Lloyd. I believe uh, Spencer Breslin is also in this movie. Uh, The plot summary. Scott Calvin has been an humble Santa Claus for nearly 10 years, but it might come to an end if he doesn't find a Mrs. Claus. The current percentage on Rotten Tomatoes for this film is 55% from the critics and a 42% from the viewers. And uh, uh, we'll we'll save that. That, uh, Save my opinion on that for the end. Starting the review. I started the movie. My first thought was, oof, this CG is terrible. Terrible. But it's 2002. What else is what else came out in 2002 that has better CG than this? I could look, but I'm not going to. So, there's a plane approaching the North Pole, and the elves have this whole ElfCon protocol uh, for for when people get close to the pole. And that kind of makes me wonder: is this a normal occurrence? And also, why don't they have these precautions in place regularly to ward off people? Uh, possibly discovering the North Pole. Why is there a whole DEFCON blah 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 or ELFCON rather? And it seemed like it seemed like such a throwaway thing at the beginning of this movie. Like I feel like we could have just gotten gotten right on into this uh, into this ugh, ridiculous plot of this movie. But from there, uh, there this this reindeer, this baby reindeer, comes flying around, and the reindeer's name is Chet. And the moment Chet comes flying through the air and crashes and starts laughing, and I hear the the voice of the lady that did, that did Phil and Lil from Rugrats, I know, I know that I'm going to be in for a ride with this movie. Mind you, I know this movie is not aimed at someone my age. So, for the most part, I tried to stay objective, like I tried to stay in that mindset, but this movie, man. Okay instantly wondering who this movie is for after we leave the North Pole. So we go to Charlie, which is Scott slash Santa Claus's son. Um, he's breaking into the school to graffiti it. And there's this whole little sequence with him, you know, trying to get a kiss from a girl and, and I'm just like, okay, all right. So this is not for young, young kids then. So, because if it were, I don't think you would be trying, you would be, uh, it's graffiti you don't want you don't want to be showing kids graffitiing because that's not a good message to send but moving on uh we go back to the north pole and oh my goodness one of the little elves comes in and says charlie is on the naughty list this year and scott says or santa says charlie sheen and i'm just like oh my goodness they made a charlie sheen joke in this movie and of course I had a like a brief like a <laughs> kind of laugh, but that's because I know what's what's going on with all of that stuff. But at that age, I didn't, and any kid watching is not gonna know what that's about. 
So, I mean, I guess it does what it needs to do for the parents watching this movie with their kids, but kind of dating your movie there a little bit. But, you know, whatever. Um, So this movie is about finding is that that Santa Claus needs to find a Mrs. Claus in 28 days and get her to agree to marry him. That's that's the, the main plot of this movie. So, the themes in this movie so far my goodness so the sandman he's and we'll we'll get to him and we'll get, get back to him in a moment he straight up says most parents lose sleep over balancing spending time with their kids and working so not only is this movie about santa having to find a woman and get her to fall in love and marry him in 28 days so that he can continue to be santa it's also about santa trying to have a better relationship with his son which is okay I mean, that's a, I suppose that's a respectable message. But anyway, so back to Sandman. This movie wastes like a whole chunk of time introducing like the other holidays and whatnot. The Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, Father Time, Cupid, Mother Nature. I mean, I'm they're all in there. I'm guessing for, for kids, maybe. I don't know. Either way, cut it out. Cut down the runtime. Get it out of there. We don't need it. So... The the Spencer Breslin, 900-year-old elf, comes up with this plan to duplicate Santa while he goes back to, while Scott goes back to take care of his family and find a wife and all of that so that the elves don't panic while he's away. And uh, this whole plot of the movie, this part of the movie, is making me wonder, did the previous Santa have a Mrs. Claus? Like, there was no mention of her. And if there were one... Did he have to take a leave to go find one too, or like if he did, like what did the elves do during that whole situation? Like this movie, man. Like I'm at that point, I was 25 minutes in, and they haven't even like started the plot yet. Really, they're still fiddling around. So Santa has Bernard lie to all the other elves about this toy version that's taking the place of scott while he's gone instilling the message that lying is okay to children watching this and that is that is not okay (laughs) that's not okay and now santa's having a conversation with a reindeer which (laughs) that's the kind of movie we're watching folks so um tim allen man tim allen even playing Santa Claus, Tim Allen is, has got a Tim Allen. He's seeping through the cracks. He's just being such a tool in this movie. And as we're trucking along through this movie, like, I didn't do my normal form of notes for this movie. Like, I, it was just a lot of quick comments. Like, they made a Slim Fast joke. Uh, even Toy Santa is a tool. Uh, <laughs> like, that's, that's, just, this, that's just this movie. Um, when they introduce uh, Charlie's principal, it's very obvious that she's going to be the new uh, Mrs. Claus. And as I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, I have seen this movie. And I guess I subconsciously blocked it out because I didn't need to see it. I didn't need to retain the memories of this movie. Um, a lot of another comment, Tim Allen, man, just sneaking this movie up left and right. Just, just hamming it up just going to town just uh, i had the thought why do i do why do i do this to myself but 
sometimes ripping these movies is fun. This one is not as much. It was just a very offensive a lot of the time. Like just Tim Allen and what qualifies as humor to him was just offensive and rude. Like it just anyway. My next note is this movie should never have been made. This whole Santa going on dates thing is not entertaining to me, and I don't see how it would be entertaining to kids either. Um, There's just so much wrong with this movie that during note-taking, I was kind of skipping a lot. I didn't write down a lot, so I quickly did bullet points for a lot of the problems I have with this movie. Um, Tim Allen being Tim Allen, fake Santa running amok at the North Pole, um, the whole finding of Mrs. Claus plot, talking reindeer, the fact that once again, I can't tell who this movie is for. From that point, um, my goodness, I still have quite a few notes after that. Uh, Toy Santa makes his own army of toy soldiers to police the North Pole. They don't have any weapons or anything. They're just big, blocky, clunky toy soldiers just walking around like, okay, Mind you, I mean, I know this movie was made before that, but that's that feels like a whole nutcracker plot because I know I I know for sure that they did it in the um, nutcracker in the four realms or whatever that movie was earlier this year. I forget the exact title anyway. um, Oh, I forgot to mention the whole side plot that Santa has this watch that says how much magic he has left before he can no longer be Santa. So, or, you know, he can't get back to the North Pole and by normal means. So he's using it to like impress this school principal. I believe her name is Carol. Um, and I, I think it's defeating the purpose. If you use all the magic and can't get back to the North Pole, even if you do find your Mrs. Claus, like you don't use them. Turns out the principal is a psycho that fought people in school because she believed in Santa Claus so severely as a kid, like so much as a kid that she was at school fighting people that didn't believe in Santa Claus. And just. All right. All right. So during this whole sequence at the faculty Christmas party, I actually, uh, actually kind of cracked a smile when Scott's handing out presents to all the faculty and staff and everything. And just, I mean, granted he burns through a boatload of magic doing all of that, but it was still, you know, still a nice, nice little gesture, a nice little moment to see everybody having fun and enjoying things that they, that they'd wanted since they were kids. So it was a, it was a nice little scene and it, it made me, it made me crack a smile. Just a little one, <laughs> just a little one. But anyway, Charlie's going to jail, man. He's out here tagging the school, and then he's out here attacking the principal's house. I mean, granted, it's snowballs, but had one of those snowballs broken a window or done some major damage to the house, she could have pressed charges. She could, Who knows? That kid could have gone to juvie, and, you know, for what? For what? Because his dad is Santa, and he can't tell anybody. Oh, boo-hoo. It's not a, you don't want to start defacing public property for that that's because you can't i mean what are you going to do what are you going to say when you go to court go to jail whatever i was doing it because what anyway after having dropped all this magical power he decides to drop the i'm santa claus on carol then she makes him leave her house because he sounds like 
a mental patient and that is i mean i think he should have done you know he could have said something sooner when he had a lot more magic juice he could have shown her straight up how you know how how it makes sense blah 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 but no he uses up all the juice and don't have any doesn't have any to go around but that's this movie man cut to charlie crying that his dad actually found someone he likes and it happens to be the school principal of his um, happens to be the principal of his school i mean grow up kid i mean it's whatever it's so what so what man is happy let the man be happy when you're crying about god lee that's uh I can go into it. I can step on a whole soapbox and just go off on this whole how kids are portrayed in movies and how disrespectful they are to parents and adult figures in these movies. But I won't go there because I still have to edit this and I don't want to have to edit all of that. Anyway, so this movie, the time, the, the, the concept of time in this movie, I have no idea how much time has been passing because, well, I guess I guess you kind of do. But so we cut to the North Pole and there's a sign that says two days left until Christmas. And I'm just like the time in this movie is so ill defined because the events, while they're not at the North Pole, seem like they're happening chronologically day after day. But when he at the beginning of the movie, when he first shows up and Charlie is in the office for graffitiing the gym at the school, he had 27 days to find a Mrs. Claus. By this point, there are two days until Christmas. How much time has passed? I mean, obviously, I know how much time has passed, but it was just so, so ill-defined, the passage of time. It just, and it doesn't really get any better as the movie begins to wrap up. So I'll, I'll get to some of that later. Um, and of course, you got your fart jokes in there. Um, this movie also tries to tell me that a toaster has enough weight to pull a fully grown man over a railing and down some stairs. Because, again, that's that's the kind of movie we're watching. Um, so the, the whole the reason the tooth fairy, the tooth thing happened was because they were trying to summon the tooth fairy because, of course, he's out of magic and uh comet ate a bunch of chocolate so he can't he can't fly back to the north pole so he needs the tooth fairy to fly him back to the north pole so that he can stop toy santa and save christmas mind you i did skip all of that stuff having to do with toy santa because just everything having to do with toy santa was annoying or irritating and just i didn't feel like breaking all of that stuff down um so once again the passage of time problem Charlie pulls out one of his teeth to get the tooth fairy to pick him up after right. Uh, <laughs> the tooth fairy drops off um, Spencer Breslin and Scott at the North Pole. And shortly after that, the uh, the toy Santa ties him up because I guess he already knew that they were going to show up. And then just a, a little bit after that, Charlie shows up with Carol with the tooth fairy and i'm just like what what how much he just he just got to the north pole did he go he went all the way back to wherever they live i don't even know where went all the way back picked up charlie and carol and came all the way back in in such a short bracket of time what is time 
this what is this movie why is this movie why so during all of after all of that there's a bunch of shenanigans and scott's you know toys toy santa takes the reindeer and everything is going to deliver coal to everybody um and during all of that toy santa says a buzz lightyear he quotes buzz lightyear and uh i'm i'm not okay with that so we need to uh need to not not do that in this movie i don't care if tim allen is the voice of buzz lightyear we need to need to not be doing that thank you um so what again what threat do these toy soldiers pose because all the elves and stuff there out there fighting against the the toy soldiers who don't have any weapons they just kind of i'm a toy soldier just do 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 i'm a toy soldier not doing anything what are what is the purpose they're just they're just in the way why are they why are they a thing why are they a thing they're just in the way so there and the elves are out there just destroying them left and right and i'm like what can what can you do this sooner man we can do this sooner also to go back for a moment just another how does time work in this movie moment uh right before toy santa leaves the board says 19 minutes before christmas so you're telling me santa waits until it's last minute to deliver presents that doesn't seem efficient at all like <laughs> last minute 19 minutes before christmas and you, you trying to get out there and deliver presents come on man that makes no sense anyway so after all that stuff wraps up pretty much guilt trips this woman into marrying him because he's like oh if you don't if i'm not santa santa's no more and there's no more presents to be delivered no one's no one's gonna deliver presents to kids and blah 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 and it's like wow way to make this woman feel guilty oh wait (laughs) santa doesn't exist anyway okay so let me get this straight after we take down after they take down toy toy claws charlie says there's 10 minutes to christmas and the movie expects me to believe that Scott convinced Carol to marry him. Then they had a wedding ceremony, all in 10 minutes. Then he still has to go out and deliver presents. In 10 minutes. I, man, what the heck? Time, what is time? What is time? So, if Santa stopped, if Toy Santa stopped the toy production to make coal, which is his whole anything... How are there enough toys to be delivered to the children anyway? This you're just gonna skip over that, huh? He's gonna I guess he's gonna use Santa magic to create it. And if that's the case, what are the elves doing all year? What are the elves doing? What what is the what So Santa rides off into the night. Um well before that he goes back to and drops Charlie off and they talk to his little niece or whatever and blah blah blah. And then he rides off into this into the night with chet goofy laughing all the way and i can't help but think if this reindeer is laughing like this there is no stealth everybody in the neighborhood is going to be waking up all over the world just what the heck so that's the end of the movie this movie is pure garbage i had a couple couple laughs here and there i wouldn't like not belly laughs just mm, (laughs) you know quick chuckles and a couple genuine smiles but as a whole once again unclear who this movie is for i say skip it i haven't seen the first one in a while so i I don't know how much better it is or is not um it 
it's not rotten so that has to count for something i guess i mean the, i'm talking about the first movie but you know i don't know before i get out of here i hope everyone had a good christmas or whatever holiday you may celebrate in the new year i'll be adding a recommend section to the podcast um at the end of the episode after the review and all that i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna recommend something that i've watched be it a film or a tv show or anime or whatever it might be just to add a, a a positive air at the end of each episode but with that said if you like this episode feel free to leave a five star four star whatever leave a comment tell me what movie you'd like me to do if i end up watching one of your suggestions i'll shout you out on the podcast as always i put the link to the Rotten Tomatoes page in the show notes if you want to look into the movie at all. You can follow me on Twitter at IsItRottenCast or on Instagram at Difficult.Productions, D-I-F-F-I-K-U-L-T dot Productions, or email me at IsItRotten at gmail.com. I hope you'll join me next week when I'll be bringing in the new year with Pocahontas, a movie I've never seen all the way through and never thought I would. Until next Wednesday, have a great week, have a happy new year, and may the force be with you.